This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. guys we'll go ahead and get started with coach Hoff. um you please use the raise hand function and i'll call on you we'll go ahead and get started with percy go ahead percy awesome hey Hop. thank you for hey, doing percy, this how are you oh hanging in hanging on good hey uh just uh, shopping I, done huh got your christmas shopping done uh you know i did my christmas shopping done during the year okay yeah that's right <laughs> I will talk to you about that later, though. Hey, uh, just about your squad. Um, after this past game that you uh, talked about playing guys who bring the energy. Um, and with that being said, did you have to are you doing a re inventory of like a restocking, you know, going forward? And are we going to see the same thing or, or the same rotation, same groupings that we've seen in the previous games you know what there could be changes um you know there could be changes we'll see how guys respond today in practice going into it but you know I'm optimistic with the response of our guys uh, we'll have a couple practices we had a day off yesterday you know going into this Colorado game and um but there's some there's some guys that are, are really bright spots for us and uh, still figuring out uh the combinations and getting into that solid eight-man rotation for sure Obviously, every game is important. Is it is it too early to hit any type of a panic button, or just where are you just in in the terms of the sense of urgency? You know what? Uh, every game, and you realize, uh, you know, you play hard, you play smart, you play together. Um, you know, we'll win. You know, we have a chance to beat anybody. And then you also realize in this game, and especially during the time right now, is if you don't do those things, your margin for error, and you could lose to anybody. And we've proven that. And so our biggest focus right now is, you know, how can we improve in certain areas? Uh, and that goes back to, you know, is it, is it playing two point guards at the same time? Is it, you know, do we limit our turnovers? We figured out the rebounding margin. Um, those are all things that we're figuring out right now. But, um, you know, moving forward, you just got to get better every day. And that's kind of been our focus. We're just really blessed that we get a chance to play, get a chance that we get a chance to compete. And, uh, and and get better. That's the most important thing. And that's that are, that's what our focus is. And if I can just ask uh, just this last one from me here, just uh, in terms of um, uh, the, the things that you're getting from Nate Pryor right now that helps you are what? He plays with an excessive amount of energy, which is inspiring. He plays, uh, I keep using the word non-agenda basketball. What does that mean? Plays like an old school point guard that's is trying to lead the team to win, uh, which I think is critical. And uh, he's still just scratching the surface with our system. Uh, but he is uh, a guy that he can get us into our offense. He's exceptionally intelligent, and uh, he plays and competes to win. And and for the you know the 
the symbol on front of his chest rather than the one on the back. Awesome, Hop. Thank you. All right, Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. Hi, Hop. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, you talk about Nate Pryor bringing energy, but it also seems like he just calms things down. Um, what does it take for a player to be able to do both of those things um, at the same time? Well, there's there's that. That's what keeps him. You know, he's not he's he's faster than you think. He's quicker than you think. It's kind of like that keeps you off balance. So he brings an, a, an immense amount of energy. And I, I, I say the energy might be like how hard he competes, maybe. Uh, that might be a better way to term it. And then when he has the ball, he can execute what the coach wants. He's a coach on the floor. And, and then so, Raquan, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, Raquan Battle, just what have you seen from him as far as development this season and, and what he brings to you guys, particularly offensively? Well, he has he's fearless. Uh, now his thing is shot selection is big uh, for us, but he plays hard. You know, um, 20 minutes, he had 8.6 rebounds. A block shot, uh, offensive rebound, like he brings energy plays. Um, and, uh, you know, he's his ability to score points and space the floor are huge for our team. All right, thank you. Tim Reynolds, go ahead, Tim Reynolds. Hey, Coach. Um, thank you. Just a ton going on, just, you know, with the COVID thing, being in isolation, school, holidays, away from the family, you know, and then you throw not playing well into the equation what's the mood of the team right now you know at the end of the day listen losing is not fun um, but we're really blessed um, that we get a play uh, during this time a lot of people don't um, it's a perfect time during the holidays to what you're grateful for and a lot of times when you're frustrated or not it's probably because you're thinking about yourself and not about the fun of the game and uh, but you know, listen. We get a chance to we get a chance to play basketball. It's pretty special. You get a chance to be in college, which is pretty special. And we just reinforce that every day, and and get the chance to compete. And most importantly, listen. One game's never the end of your season. You always have the next game, right? And so, last year when we struggled, uh, you know, we finally hit a breaking point and moved forward, and actually won three in a row. And we're momentum going in the, in the positive direction. So. We're just trying to find that point and working for it every day that we have a chance and opportunity to do so. Chris Fetters, go ahead, Chris Fetters. Hey, Hop. Um, you know, based on what you had said after the game, the Montana game, in terms of trying to find guys with energy, just trying to find that spark. Try, I'm wondering if, if you can talk about it, if that's starting to reveal a more fundamental issue that you're – that you're frustrated with just in terms of, you know, guys not even able to, 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 to show the kind of energy and effort that you need for them to compete. Well, there, there's, I, they're kids, right? Uh, 18, 19, 20 year old kids. And it's probably the hardest thing to do on a consistent basis. And, you know, we don't have a large margin for error. And so, you know, we didn't play great against Oregon, right? We had a lot of turnovers. Uh, we had a lot of turnovers to touchdowns, uh, uh, we missed five or six layups, but because we competed so hard, we had a chance to win at the end. And that, that's what you have to do every time you get a chance to play. And that consistency thing is, you know, that's what kids aren't, right? We're, we're trying to teach them how to be and, and how to have that professionalism. So it's part of the learning process, part of the teaching process. And our coaching staff does a great job every day, you know, talking about that and focusing on that and, uh, 
it's really important. You know, it's like in the real world, right? Uh, I remember having our first child and my wife didn't sleep. I was up all night, uh, you know, just exhausted, but you know, you have to ring the bell. Even when you have bad days as a professional, you got to go and you got to go do your job and you got to do it to the best of your ability, even on days that you don't feel like it. And so just, you know, learning for these guys, for sure. I also hop real quick. I, I just, I was curious about the idea of just with the football team, they just announced they're not going to go to a bowl. They're not going to do any of that kind of stuff. Everyone in football has talked about how much of a grind this season has been because obviously they've been doing their thing all the way since March, April, whatever. And I know you guys are only six games into the season, but I'm wondering how much of this has already started to really grind. And, and, and I'm wondering if that's playing a part into this you this know what? It, it's, I will tell you, it's uh, it's just different, but everybody's dealing with it. I think the biggest concerns for for us was always about going to be the mental health issue with with student athletes all across the board because some people lose games, some people have games. Um, routine is is off; it's off kilter. You know, we lose our three games locally. Uh, we were fortunate enough to get games in in Las Vegas. A lot of people aren't, but it's. It is a grind. It's a, you know, isolation is a tough thing for a lot of people. And uh, how do you deal with it? And being seen able to see your family during the holidays or those types of things. But that's that's universal across the country. And that's why we talk to our kids all the time, just being blessed to to be able to go play basketball and, and be positive, right? Bring positive energy. It's it's what we can all give each other during this these tough times. And that's not basketball, that's life. You know, how can we help somebody else? What can we give to somebody else to, to bring their day up? Uh, I think those are the most important things right now, for sure. I guess I just was wondering if there's if you saw a connection possibly between these things kind of being related and being connected. Can I, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I think across the board, I mean, everybody's dealing with certain issues and everybody deals with certain situations differently. And those are come back to could be energy levels, different things like that, just because, you know, life is hard and uh, this time is hard um, for sure. Thanks, Hop. You're welcome. Um, James Price. Good James. Hey, how's it going, Coach? Hey, James. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Hey, you mentioned after the Montana game that a lot of the problems you guys were having as a team were happening on the offensive end. So I was kind of wondering if there's anything in particular that you guys maybe been trying to focus on and implement through these last couple practices. Yeah, well, we haven't practiced since. We had a day off, so we'll be working on today. But, you know, we've, we've got to move the ball. We can't be so careless. We've In the last couple of games, we've had 13, 12 turnovers in the first half, and a lot of those are self-inflicted. And we've got to we've got to be better. I mean, you can't give other teams twelve extra possessions, and then you know, it, you know, those are that's just what we have. We have to fix that now, and just like we had to fix the rebounding issues, and uh, you know, having two guards on the on the floor, two point guards is is a big thing. It's helped us in the second half of these games, and we can't put ourselves in holes early because of our turnovers. You just can't. Got it. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. No, that's okay. Hey, Coach, just so I understand, have you practiced since the uh, the Montana loss? We have not. Okay. All right. Then I'll ask a different question. One self-revelation, I have not done my Christmas shopping, unlike Percy. But my <laughs> question is, the task of a, co- of a coaching staff teaching and messaging the kids about self-effort and how that leads into the team effort and success on the court. 
Well, the biggest thing is, is that if you're, if you're not playing the way that we have designed to play, then you'll be sitting next to me. It's part of the greatest teaching tool is the bench. And, and then we, you know, then we've got to be able to go in and let them understand because guys have new roles. Everybody wants a little bit more, but it goes back to, this is how we're going to win. And we've got to be able to, you've got to be able to accept that role. I'm not asking you to be happy with that role, but you've got to embrace it because no one is good enough coaches, players to do it alone. It's just what it is. And it's probably the easiest thing to talk about. It's the hardest thing to do. And that's why you'll see different rotations, uh, different combinations. We're trying to find that, that, that magic piece and it's a process, but what you do is you focus on it. You hold them accountable every day to it. You talk about it and then you enforce it. Thank you. All right, guys, that's all we got for Coach Hop. I'll be right back with Nate Fryer. Awesome. Hey, Nate, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, uh, it sounds like a great story. Uh, could you talk about your route to UW and um, how you stayed focused the past few years just along the way? Um, so I was committed to SU my senior year of high school and, um, you know, Coach Dollar got the job here and, you know, he recruited me here. So with that being said, uh, you know, my test scores wasn't high enough. So I had to go prep route and, um, you know, prep, it was a good year for me, but didn't really help as much. So I had to go to JUCO route and I had to do a, two years there and, um, you know, just had to get my grades right. Um, how would you describe all of that? Because um, I could say that perseverance really sort of stands out, but just was, how would you describe it? Um, well, like, you know, most of these players don't go down that route. You know, they're either, you know, straight out of high school or, you know, they'll just go prep year and then go, to uh, D1, but, uh, you know, my my route was a little tough, but, you know, um, you know, I didn't want to give up on myself because I knew where I wanted to get to. And with that, and, and I, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth or anything like that, but do you think be, be, because of the route that you take, took that maybe you wanted a little bit more than sort of most people, you know, that like you're, you know, or maybe you appreciate it more, or, you know, something along those lines. And I'm done after that. Um, well, I felt like people for sure slept on me or like where I was at and what, what route I was going. And, you know, I mean, people want you to be successful in life, but, you know, sometimes you just got to go down a tough road and that's what I did. And I'm just happy to be here. There you go. All right, Nate. Thank you. Take care. Mm-hmm. Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Nate. Talking about that, the journey for you, what kind of kept you focused and stopped you from, I guess, giving up on it and just kind of keeping your eyes on where you wanted to be? Well, as a little kid, I always wanted to come to UW, you know, always be at the games, you know, just be a fan of UW. And for me to get an offer from UW made it more motivating to, you know, do what I have to do. And Hop describes you as kind of an old school point guard. Um, is that how you would describe yourself? Um, I will say so. 
Um, you know, like the old school point guards, they don't really do much, but, you know, just run the team. And, you know, it's a new generation now that, you know, point guards can do this and that. And I just try to keep it simple. What do you, I mean, what do you like about point guard and, and having that opportunity to just kind of run things? Um, well, it's like being a quarterback on, you know, for a football, you know, you're like in charge. So it's like, you know, whatever happens is like, hey, you know, that's you. You got to put people, you know, in the right place. So. All right. Thanks, Nate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Fetters, go ahead, Chris. Hey, Nate, I'm just curious about just the the overall chemistry and, and how you're feeling on the floor with these guys. Not, not necessarily just quad A, too, but, you know, whether it's Marcus or Jamal or anybody that you're out there with and just trying to create that early flow and early energy, especially since Coach Hops, Hops uh, says he's, he's constantly looking for energy out there on the floor. Right, and um, all it is is just energy and who wants to be there, you know, um, I practice, you know, we do a good job at, you know, going over game plans and whoever's locked in, Hop knows. So, you know, we just got to stay locked in and just continue to just be us. And what, and, and, and what do you think the early identity of, of this team is right now, especially on offense? Um, I feel like our defense turns into offense. So, you know, if our defense is not really doing well and, you know, we have good guards that likes to get out and transitions and stuff, so. Um, I feel like, you know, once we get good at the half-court offense and, um, you know, transition, of course, and we should be fine. Thanks, Nate. Thank you. James Price. Go ahead, James. Hey, how's it going, Nate? Good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, it looks like you're always playing pretty aggressively when you're out there on the court and with kind of an edge. I know it's not your job to design the game plan or anything like that, but when you're out there on the floor, what are you trying to bring and do in order to help this team? Um, well, the past couple of games I've been playing, coach has always told me to attack the paint. You know, um, a lot of teams, especially when they're man-to-man, likes to suck in, just like our defense. Um, you know, we don't really allow threes. We'll rather take the two. So on an offensive side, man-to-man, um, every time we, you know, get to the paint, they all suck in. So that creates us better shots. So I feel like, you know, the past few games, Hopman telling us to, you know, get to the rim and, of course, finish too. But, you know, of course, kick it out to the person that's open. Got it. Thanks, Nate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mazvita. Go ahead, Maz. Yep. Hey, Nate. Um, newcomer no matter this basketball in any environment there's always some hesitancy to want to say something do you feel now that you're in that position you're accepted that you can lead without you know having that, I'm a newcomer guy I, I shouldn't say anything that's a good question um I felt I definitely felt like that um coming in because you know I had a hip injury um like the first week of practice so I've been out for like I was out for like two weeks and then, you know, coming back, I was like timid to, you know, say something. But now that, you know, I'm a little bit more comfortable and, um, you know, um, we know what we're supposed to do. Uh, I feel like, you know, I can say stuff to uh, my teammates. And, and Coach Hop talked about just what a blessing it is for just to be playing. I'm wondering if you guys 
you and your teammates ever talk about that? You know, not everybody's playing right now and just kind of what a blessing it is to be playing right now. Right. Um, well, just like you said, you know, I am blessed to play, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm more blessed to play with my teammates because, you know, we're all good and we all have a goal. Right now we're not quite there, but, you know, we're working towards that goal right now. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.